Hi, and welcome again to Concepts for Living, Biblical Principles for Contemporary Living. You know, God has been speaking so profoundly recently around the theme of the anointing. And what I had to discover was this, that the anointing represents that blessing of God upon your life and my life. But the unction represents the power in the anointing for the operation. Stay tuned. You're going to be blessed when we will be speaking to you from the theme, unction to function at the junction. The inference or connotation of my theme is to the critical imperative of the anointing. I said the anointing. All of this One day heaven will reveal all of it, but it's here because it is not only items flowing that represent the anointing flowing. Everything that God is saying in these days to me is about the anointing. I know to many I appear out of the ordinary, a little weird, because I come up with these things. No, I don't. I hear them. And then I order them. And then I live with them. And I lay with them. And much of it is not understood by many. But I have to live with it and bring it out and say what I heard said to me. I'm not giving you a sermon. I'm just delivering a message. critically important that we understand the imperative of the anointing. In churchology, we tend to place much emphasis upon organization, ritualization, even musicality. We place a lot of emphasis on formality. And even personality. But little emphasis is being placed on the anointing. Without which none of the rest has any importance or import. The anointing. I want you to stay with me today. There's too little or insufficient emphasis on 
the most important part of Christian living and church ministry. Little emphasis on it, but, but it's more important than all that we do of our best efforts. In fact, it's not just for the church, it's for the world. Everything going on in our world right now, the anointing is suited to address it. Everything you're going through in your life right now, the anointing is suited to address it. Everything that you are being confronted with right now, I want you to know God has already prepared the remedy and it is the anointing. There's a reason why Jesus in his last command to his disciples declared unto them, tarry or stay in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Stay in Jerusalem. Let this be your priority. Don't hasten on to some other geographical location. Stay in Jerusalem. And by the way, stay in prayer. Stay in the upper room. Stay there that you may receive power from on high. We got a lot of performance, but little power. Yet when you read the legacy of the first century church, they didn't have modern pews, didn't have organs, didn't have all the modern facility, didn't have all of that. But the Bible says, and with great power gave the apostles witness. So 3,000 get saved, then 5,000 get saved, and it moves on from 12 that were Jesus' disciples, and then they come on up to, in the words of the historian Artemich, that by the close of the first century, there were 500,000 believers. How in the world is that going to happen without telephone, telegraph? Hmm? Without all of the modern facility, nobody texting anybody. Hmm? There was no Instagram. There was none of that. There, was, there wasn't no Rugo. There wasn't, no, wasn't none of that. But it grew to 500,000 from 12. How did that happen? The anointing. Talk back to me. I said the anointing. How will things change for you? What will get you where you need to be in God? What will make your work effective? What will give you visible evidence and effects from your efforts? What will do it? Nothing but the anointing. Well, the three points of this message, the unction. Two the function, and three, the junction. Stay tuned and be blessed as you will know for sure that God can provide what you need to accomplish what he has assigned you to do. And there will be a point in your life when you will have to begin to get it done. 
And of course, there's always a junction, a place in your life and mine where we cannot go backward. We, we've got to go forward when we've got to make a decision. We can't just leave it. Now's the time for you to function at the junction of God's will for your life. Be blessed. So that the terms unction and anointing are used variously and interchangeably at one place or another. For example, one place, it denotes the unction that is a supernatural ability that comes through the anointing in its manifestation through your efforts as a human being. And then the Revised Standard Version makes it rather plain. The anointing is the charisma, a charismatic gift. You don't hear that? You can't buy the anointing. I'm saying it again earlier. You can't negotiate to purchase the anointing. You don't have to be a big shot to have it. The anointing is a gift. Come back to the text. But ye have an anointing from the Holy One, and ye know all things. My God, have mercy. Verse 27 puts it this way, but the anointing which ye have received of him or from him. The anointing which ye have received. I didn't work it up. I didn't conjure it up. I received it. So don't get mad at me because I say I'm anointed. Because the anointing was a gift to me, a gift to you. So anybody, watch this now, who wants to receive the gift can have it. You can be anointed. Somebody came in here this morning, didn't know that they're a candidate to be anointed. Somebody walked through those doors and didn't realize that when they go out of those doors, they're going out different to the way they came in. Why? Because when they came in, they came needing the anointing. But when they get inside, now you can receive the anointing. Hallelujah. Didn't sing my song today. Uh, that music ain't right today. Pastor ain't got nothing today. The anointing is always on time. The anointing is always applicable to our situation. I'm going to pause right now and I'm going to say to somebody, you have the unction. 
You have the gift. And because you have the gift, everything you need to know about your life and about your ministry and about your work and about your destiny, you don't have to go, stay with me now, to a university to sit in a class under Professor Smitty. Because you have the anointing. Am I reading right? Because you have the anointing. Watch this now. The anointing teaches you. The anointing teaches you. Huh? Huh? There are people who celebrate Regals. Anybody know about Regalsworth? Any, only one person? Y'all don't know about Rigglesworth? The man that was so powerfully anointed that when he was in a hotel room waiting and praying before he went into the auditorium or in the tent to preach, he was lying there. Two beds in the room. One bed moved away from the wall. Nobody moved it, but it moved away from the wall. Rigglesworth. And when the bed got over there, he looked at it and said, Devil, put that bed back. And the bed started moving back to the place where it was. The anointed Rigglesworth never even went to high school. Yet he became one of the greatest anointed preachers of the 20th century. Your anointing is not based on your academic degree. Your anointing is based on your awareness and this appetite to receive the anointing. And so, I can be dignified and speak out of the profundity of my voice. I, I believe I could exegete it, exegete it right to the extent of saying the reason why John was writing this to those believers in that church it's because there were people that came into the church with their religious degrees and telling the folk who were in the church, all that you were taught is no good. It doesn't make sense. What I'm going to tell you now is what you need. And people started believing it. And then they came in with all of these different teachings. Gnosticism. And they talked it and they hammered it away until people began to believe Gnosticism. Which means that the sins I do 
in my body has nothing to do with my spirit. So I can live like the devil and still be all right with God. That was the teaching, Gnosticism. And not only that, they went on and they were teaching Assisticism. Assisticism is simply this. It's the teaching <laughs> that if you punish your body enough till you hurt your body, that's the way you make your body do what your body's supposed to do. All you're doing is stinging your hand. Your relationship with God doesn't begin with your body. It begins with your spirit. And whatever you do in your body affects your spirit. And whatever you do in the spirit affects your body. This is the teaching they were giving. And then they move on from asceticism. And listen what happens now. Then they come to you ready for it? Licentiousness. You know what licentious was? It was the belief that nothing the body could ever do will affect my relationship with God. What? I can live like the devil and still be all right with God. But the Bible says holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. So John is writing and saying, now y'all need to break up. He said, I'm not writing to you. Read it for yourself. Chapter 2, verse 21. I have not written unto you because ye what? You know not the truth, but because you know it. This is what I'm writing to you. Because you know better. Why are you letting them pull that wool over your eye? Why are you being swayed by what they are telling you? And what they're telling you is a lie. Watch this now. I have not written unto you because you know not the truth, but because you know it. And that no lie is of the truth. You got that? Some people will come to you, well, I just want you to know that I did spend X number of hours studying this particular subject and I happened to get the highest degree in my class on this and so I just thought I needed to communicate it with you because I want you to receive the best like I've received the best. And I want you, I'm trying to raise your standard a bit and, and people who have a low esteem for themselves are influenced by people who want to raise standards. So you have to be careful when people come to you to negate all that has gotten you where you are because of some new thing that they are bringing to you. Y'all just looking at me. Because you're going to have some super deep people come your way. But what you better learn to do is to remember that God gave you the anointing. And the anointing will teach you that what they're saying is not right. Does it measure up with the word? Does it set right with my spirit? Oh, preach on Holy Ghost. No, it does not. Well, you say to them with all due respect, 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Because I was blind. But now I'm seeing. I was lost. But now I'm found. I was broken. But now I'm whole. I was ignorant. But now I'm being taught by the best teacher in the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you only knew. If you only knew what God is offering you in the anointing. Take all that other stuff. Just give me the anointing. Take all the fame and fortune. And take all of it. Take all of it. Take all of it. Somebody told me the other day, uh, I was wa listening, watching you from, over, uh, from overseas, and, and I decided uh, he, he, I, I, got to, I got to get with him because he's this and he's that. Now, let me tell you something, folks. This little back of town preacher is not running after big stuff. Let me tell you, I may get kicked around, I may go to a lot, but I'm not running after big stuff. You know why? I already have it. Stop letting other people evaluate you. I don't care how deep they are. Oh, y'all ain't getting this. I don't care how deep you are. Don't let what other people are doing or saying validate you. Well, we sincerely trust that you've been blessed through this message. Blessed to the point that you will now sense that unction on your life. That anointing on your life. An unction so that you can begin to function the way God ordained for you to. And then also realize that place where you are right now in your life, it's a junction. Begin to let God work out his purpose in that junction place. And I'm sure that one day you'll give him great praise that you were able to have the unction to function at the junction. Until next time, and we shall come to you with more biblical principles for contemporary living. May God bless you and yours. Concepts to Concepts to me.